I can probably sit here all day and talk to you and tell you what it's about, and it never comes out right. On the line, unless you went on patrol, you didn't too much of anything. In the average day, you're usually cleaning your weapon and uh, mostly just sit around and talk. Everybody acts different there. I like to sing, and I used to sing all the time to take my mind off of it. In fact, I, I wrote a song over in Korea. It's not much. It's, uh, how many dreams must I dream of you? How many schemes must I scheme for you? Until I hold you in my arms and capture all your charms. And there's a couple other verses, but I wrote that in Korea probably in about July. One time we went on a, a night patrol. I wrote a letter to my mother. And I said, well, I'm not coming back. I just had that feeling something was going to happen. So I'm, I wrote the letter. And when I come back, I tore the letter up. And I said, well, I'm going to make it. I just felt that was it. In fact, that's what I used to say. I'm home free. I'm going to make it. One night, three days before I was wounded, we had 3,300 rounds come in on us in a 24-hour period. Artillery and uh, rockets. You could see them out in the distance, the flash of them at night. And when you see the flash of artillery, you could count one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000. By the time you hear it going over, you could tell approximately how far away it was. When I got wounded, we spent the night about 500 yards from this hill that we were going to take in the morning. In the morning, we went up and we took the one ridge. We lined up the platoon and the lieutenant said, uh, we got to take this, this ridge too. We started going up the hill, everybody hollering and screaming. All of a sudden, I was on my knees. And I said, what in the world, what happened? I got back up and started running up the hill again, and you could see the hand grenades coming, and I kept my firing going right at that area. All of a sudden, I see blood running down my arm. And I said, damn, I must have got hit. We made it up to the top of the hill, and, and when the lieutenant came up, he said, damn, your leg. I didn't even know I was hitting the leg, and that was the worst. I was hitting the left leg and the right arm. In the Second World War, they called it a million-dollar wound. It got you off a blind for five weeks or so. I got news when I came back to the company. Company commander Steve Driver picked me up and he said, uh, what platoon were you in? And I said, the third. He said, damn, they just got wiped out a couple days ago. I was in the hospital at the time and they got overrun by 500 Chinese. 12 were killed, 14 were captured, and every one of the rest of them were at least wounded. I was fortunate in one way. 
and not in another. I wasn't there that night. I was wishing in a way that I was there. In another way, I'm thankful that I wasn't. It's, I thought maybe if, if I was there, we could have done something. I'm sorry. You can go to a library and just look around. There's tons of books on the Second World War, First World War, Vietnam, and then there may be six or seven about Korea. 36,000 servicemen were, and women were killed over in Korea. So it's something that shouldn't be forgotten. I went for about three years of very heavy, heavy drinking. I don't know if I could say the, the war done it, but I would have to say that was, that was part of it. You can't drink and forget. I found that out. I think of it quite a bit yet. It seems unbelievable that this stuff won't go away. You know, 60 years, that's long enough. It's so strange, things that you want to remember. It's so hard to remember, but this junk over there, you can't forget it. I don't want to sound like I'm a, some kind of baby or anything, but if there was some way I could forget it all, I'd like to.